a.k.a. podcasting from a spare bedroom in exurban Atlanta. Welcome to the Godless Heathens Podcast, everybody. Thanks for listening. I'm Don. I'm Jeff. And I'm Jerry. This is a podcast by atheists that talks about a lot of things, not just atheism. We will challenge your assumptions and ours, too. Definitely not here to preach to the atheist choir, but to critique, ridicule, and poke fun at anyone, especially ourselves. So join us as we examine the crossroads of politics and religion from the secular perspective. And remember, don't believe everything you hear on this podcast or anywhere else for that matter until you've independently verified it for yourself. In other words, Google, Google duck, duck that, that shit. shit. It's funny, very quick side note, I was telling somebody at work today about DuckDuckGo and they thought I was making it up. They're not part of the 1%. No, they were like, did you say DuckDuckGo? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> It Are you pulling all that? No, no, I'm serious. It's a search engine. It's it, it, kind of a strange it doesn't, name. Yeah, it doesn't track all your movements and sell your bullshit to, you know, the highest bidder. I mean, it doesn't roll off the tongue. And, like... and they could have cared less. Right. Just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You could see oh, that. You could like, see it going past. Oh, Google does that? <laughs> <laughs> right. Boy, what am I drinking today on episode 47 after that? Like, yeah. Google is just... Is just it's like a it's like a public utility that most people don't think about. It's like the electric company. They supply internet and they supply you know really cool free stuff. And there's no cost for that. Hmm. Nothing uh, other yeah. other than you know pushing it towards the right wing extremist videos. But right, right. yeah, no, don't even yeah right. <laughs> don't even know it's happening. Like way past. Hmm. It's episode forty seven. Big four seven. I can think of only one thing. I, there's not a lot of. 47s. That we're uh, aware of, anyway. Yeah, yeah. I can think there's of gotta be. There's got to be. The only thing I can think of is Tom Glavin. Old Tommy. Tommy wore uh, 47. <laughs> Old Tommy. Old Tommy. He's younger than yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> I know. It's funny because you don't think about those guys being, being younger than us. But, yeah, they are. Um, but, yeah. That's yours. He, he wore 47 when, when he was with the Braves. Yeah. He was a good enough athlete to be drafted in the in the NHL. Yeah, he was. Relatively yeah. high, too. Fourth round. Wow. So, he's... One of those guys that's like probably good at everything. He went to baseball and kept his teeth. So smart move on his part. Made a lot of money. <laughs> Played Jeff, a long what are you time. drinking? What I'm drinking is a it's called a love tractor, which is kind of a wait a second strange. Is that from Athens? No, no, no. This is from Six Bridges Brewing. He and, uh, does not know the reference. No, absolutely he doesn't is, know the reference. He is oblivious to the reference. There was an early 80s... An REM era R- yeah, band. REM out of Athens. Love Tractor was one of the bands that came out of Athens along oh. with, with R.E.M. Okay. And Guadalcanal Diary out of right here in Marietta. And, B-52s. Oh, yeah. yeah. B-52s were a little yeah. bit before that, but yeah. yeah. Okay. There was Pylon was what's another the other, what's the, other, what's the other really famous, really famous Marietta band? East Cobb band, actually. East Cobb. Yeah. A color and an animal. Black Crows. Black Crows. I did not know that either. Yeah. East Cobb's finest. Yeah. Wow. Well, they can do some good stuff then over yeah. there. Okay, well, I'm, I'm going to have to Google, so Google where, Duck the Love Tractor. So where is Love Tractor out of? Where, the, where's it, where does it make? This is being produced at Six Bridges Brewing, which is in uh, Johns Creek. Oh, so it, it is it is Georgia-based. So yes. mm-hmm. I'm sure it's it's got some sort of tie-in. Yep. Yeah. Okay, so, you're so, eight minutes in. Yeah, so I'm <laughs> cutting you off. All right. I'm having an old oil from Second Self in Grant Park. It is a tall boy. It is 8%. It is very much a coffee stout. And it is quite good. It is. Tasted that. Done. And, and the Love Tracker was 7%. What kind of beer is that? We it's an say? IPA. IPA. It's okay. a peach IPA. It's peach. Ooh. I might have to have, try one of those. That sounds good, actually. I'm having a Gnarly Head Authentic Red. I had the Authentic Black, which is their... They have they have a red Old Vine Zen that I really, really like. And I tried their Authentic Black, and I, I like the dark, dark uh, red blends. This one's not quite as dark as that. It's a little on the lighter side, but, but still... Yeah, very good as well, too. And it's authentic. So it's authentic, You red. can't go wrong with that. No, no. All right. You were fairly animated before the mic went, yeah. went live. So. Well, it's it's that time of year. All back the, all the kids school. are back in school. Traffic in the south. sucks. In the south. Where, Here. 
when the hell the kids go to school up north? When when when, when the Lord intended <laughs> after after Labor Day. After Labor Day. Oh, okay. So we got a couple stories that we, we wanted to hit on that involve state church separation issues that are going on in churches. I mean, in, in schools. I'd love to say that it's a nation deal, but this is it's, it's the South. It's it's us. It's it's right around here. Um, we have met the enemy, and the enemy is us. Mm-hmm. Yes. But the the first one is actually a win. It's actually a, a good thing o- overall. Project Blitz, which is going on all over the country, it's trying to push the Christian values as patriotic values and getting them into the schools. It's the display of the In God We Trust at the schools and, and trying, you know, the Good News Club and all the rest of this stuff that's going on. It's an active... So this is a like a, a, a group, a national group that's doing It's called the Blitz? What? Called Project Blitz. So that's an Google official... Google that shit. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that that is, an, it is a concerted effort by Republicans to get religion into the schools, basically. Is it Republicans or is it... Evangelicals. Evangelicals. <laughs> They're one in the same. <laughs> yeah, the Venn diagram of the two of them is just you a certain overlap. Yeah, there. Yeah. But in the in the state of uh, K- Kentucky, it's is one of the the states that has passed a "In God We Trust" bill. Uh, Louisiana did the same thing. It basically says that every school in the state, and I think I read somewhere, there's between fourteen hundred and fifteen hundred public schools in the state of Kentucky that have to display the In God We Trust motto prominently. Well, it's our national motto. It, so, well, you know. since 19... Sarcasm font. Yeah. <laughs> this particular law, evangelist, not evangelical, but evangelist, I don't know if he's evangelical or not. I would assume so. Brandon Reed, who is also uh, serves in the state house, he filed a, a house bill and it was signed into law this past March where all schools must display In God We Trust in a prominent location in the school. There, there's some other subsections of the law, but that's basically the law, you know, the gist of it. Um, is so many, a blatant F.U. To all non-Christian... Well, not even... Not, it's like, like you're going to do this. Yes, exactly. You're, you're going to do this. You can't stop us. But you can't, you, and you can't say, you know, in God slash Allah slash Yahweh slash, right. you know, Vishnu whatever. Yeah, whatever. whatever. Yeah. Make no mistake about it. It's the Christian God that they're referring to. Now they they'll they'll say, oh well, the Jews refer, they they pray the same God we do, and, and the Muslims pray the same. You know, but what about the people that don't pray at all? You know, it's you wouldn't put in no God we trust in the school. Mm-hmm. Why why are you gonna put That'd this? Be pretty good. That would be good mm-hmm. actually. Or just have somebody could be, go. A, could be a uh, it could be a, a godless heathen slogan. Just in no God, in no God, God we, we trust. trust. <laughs> just take a just take a little permanent marker and go in there and. We'll, arrow and put no, no above it. No, but no. anyway, there's one particular super uh, superintendent school system, and this is what caught my eye when I first saw the story, was it is the Fayette County school system. Now, I graduated from Fayette County High School, but here in Georgia. So when I saw Fayette County, I was like, oh, well, you know, it, it just, my eye was just immediately drawn to it. But then I realized it's... Everybody's got a Fayette Everybody's County. got a Fayette, you know. So, yeah, in Kentucky, um, and what I understand, Fayette County is basically the Lexington area of Kentucky. They are complying with the law. Uh, and what they have done is, and this is in all the schools in, in that county, right. they have enlarged slightly the back of a, a single $1 bill and had that framed and had that sent to all the schools to display because on the back of the $1 bill, it says, in God, God we, we trust. trust. Now, nowhere in the bill and the law does it say that the letters of in God we trust need to be six inches by eight oh, inches, have to be read right. from 10 feet away, have to be clear and legible, you and know, or nothing anything else it on just, the... It just has to what say it. you did it in Spanish? You did it in code, a series of ones and zeros. I mean, whatever. But it's it. it all it says is it has to be prominently displayed, basically in the entrance, in the cafeteria, somewhere. They, you can't you can't display it in behind behind a filing cabinet, behind the open door of the principal's office. Over a year and yeah, it has to be somewhere that is prominent. Prominent, yeah. yes. Yeah. So they're complying by the letter of the law, but not by the intent of the law. Hmm. 
I don't. So, are they in trouble for doing that? Have they had some kickback the, from the the this guy that sponsored this? The bill? guy that sponsored the bill actually did. He's um, salty. Yes, he's salty. Oh, and he, he's pissed off. He's not happy. No. Well, he should have wrote a better bill. You know exactly. But what he said mm. was, and this is what's funny about it, is that the school system, in his mind, is using a silly loophole to skirt the law when. In all reality, he's using a silly loophole to enact the law. He's using this in God we trust as our national motto, pushing patriotism. What he's really doing is he's shoving Jesus through the mail slot is right, what right, he's doing. Right. You know? So for him to use a loophole to get his law enacted, and then when somebody goes, yeah, we're not going to follow that shit, that they are using a loophole to get out of it, it's, you know, like, apparently... Turn around, about yeah, fair play. Apparently so. what's good for the goose is not good for the gander. But there is Shocker. a... Yes. The Fayette County School System released an official statement... And if you're having problems with insomnia, read the statement. It's the most boring fucking statement you'll ever read in your life. It's just, it's snoozeville. It means it, it, they literally, for a paragraph, said nothing. Well, put a link up because I need some good, good I, 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 I will. sleep aids. Brandon Reed, Representative Brandon Reed, the, uh, the evangelist who sponsored the bill, he kind of clapped back. He came back, and I, I've got his statement here. He said that he is extremely disappointed to see that Fayette County say, Public you Schools. You say it like he says it. Oh. I'm extremely disappointed. Uh, uh, <laughs> I, I say, I say, I say. I say. <laughs> fog, fog, exactly, brand yeah. <laughs> but he said he's extremely disappointed to see the Fayette County Public Schools spend time searching for silly loopholes to a law that passed with broad support from both Democratic and Republicans and received over 70 votes in the House of Representatives. I don't know how many state representatives they oh, have in Kentucky. Let's assume it's a lot. Let's assume it's... Not 140 or more. Okay. That is a fact. Okay. And he also went on to say that instead of empowering students by allowing them to create artwork displaying our national motto, Fayette County has instead chosen to play political games and deprive students of that opportunity. Many districts across the state have chosen the avenue of creative student artwork, which my bill expressly allowed for and would come to little to no cost to our schools. Our national motto is prominently displayed in other public institutions and is something to be proud of, not ashamed. I hope to oh, can see... Can we say, can we play OK Stop? OK, sure. Because <laughs> that's not our national motto. There is no way that is our national motto. We don't have one. Since 1950, it's on whatever. Our, it's on our it's money. our money. But we, it is not our national motto. Our original national motto is E Pluribus Unum. What's, did that change? Yeah. In well, they're Congress, both on the dollar bill. Congress passed, oh, let's see, hold on. Oh, um, shit. 1956. You know, episode 47 yep. will not be the first live duck duck going. Hold on. <laughs> 1956. We can edit that shit. Congress passed a law declaring In God We Trust is our national motto. Damn it. Really? really? Yes, yes. That that is, oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I thought you so, were so confident on I'm that. Not, I yeah. was. Yeah. You know what he was, I was? He was confidently I, wrong. I, I was naive. <laughs> But yeah, like, they did. Like most people, yeah, yeah, most people do. Don't, but, oh, ooh, he just hurt me. He just called me most people. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not special. No, I'm Damn saying it. that a lot of people don't know the history of the whole like thing. And that's the rest of the show. Mommy said I was special. <laughs> I thought I was special. But you were mentioning one school was looking to give it, you know, make this an educational experience to let them know the backdrop behind. Well, no, no, it wasn't this. It wasn't the, this one. It wasn't the school. It was actually. Friend of the pod, the Kentucky State Director for American Atheists, Johnny Pike, uh, who I've met a couple of times. He's been to NanoCon. He always he always tables uh, for American Atheists, NanoCon, and I believe friend of the Facebook page. He is a member of the private hidden Facebook page. Look at me pissing, yeah. pushing yeah. Facebook. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> we we uh, friends on Facebook. I've, I've talked to him a couple. I know who Johnny Pike is. He probably doesn't know who I am. I'll put it that way. He will now. He will now. You know, since I'm going to shout out. But the American Atheist uh, in Kentucky have a poster that they will give to any school that wants it. And basically, the poster says, Jerry is wrong. Uh, it says, in 1956, at the height of the Cold War, Congress passed a law hurtful. Uh, declaring that in God we trust is our national motto and the United States of the United States, and in order to distinguish the United States from the Soviet Union. This replaced the traditional motto of the United States, first adopted by Congress in 1782 of E Pluribus Unum, Latin for out of many, one. And Latin, it's a little too yeah. Catholic. So not only does this 
nice thing about this poster, it not only is it free, but it actually educates people. Yep. You know, which is what I don't know schools are supposed to do. A Instead of right. indoctrinate people into certain lawmakers' favorite fictional characters. So Johnny and, and the American Atheist have printed up this poster. It's available to all slightly under 1,500 schools, public schools in the state of Kentucky. Good all they have to do is request them. to get one, and the American Atheist will send them one free of charge. I'm assuming free of charge. I would contribute to that if it's not. I'm going out on a limb. I'm saying it's free of charge. Johnny, if you hear this... I would like one of those posters for the abyss. That <laughs> Re- would be nice. Reach I'm out st- to me. Send- I'm yeah. still kind of staining that I didn't know we had a national motto. No. That's, that's a drag. Yep. And it was all done to, like I said, to distinguish ourselves from the godless commies uh, of the Soviet mm. Union. And they, now half they the Republican the, Party yeah. holidays in Moscow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> They're all about loving the Russians. So overall, I, I, I think that's a win. But I have to read... This is the best part of the whole thing, and it's a it's a little long, so so hang with me. But after Senator Reed's or, or Representative Reed's comments, the Fayette County Public School Superintendent, my new hero, and it proves all heroes don't wear capes, Manny Calk, responded to to Reed's statements, and he said, and I quote. We appreciate the spirit of bipartisanship and cooperation that Representative Reed mobilized to pass legislation that has a direct impact on the 1,466 public schools in Kentucky and hope he will continue to bring together lawmakers on both sides of the aisle to address the most pressing needs facing public education in our great commonwealth. Our students and families need lawmakers to reserve more than a decade... Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, to reverse more than a decade of underfunding public education by investing in early childhood education to open windows of opportunity for children who are coming to school behind their peers, expanding funding for full-day kindergartens so that students in every school district in Kentucky can have a strong start to their educational career, and providing the resources to cover mandates in Senate Bill 1, which a bipartisan working group determined were necessary for the safety of our students and for those who educate them. By the way, that is a long-ass sentence. Yeah. That is one that sentence. One yeah. sentence. And props to him he for should, digging in on this. He should get minus five points for, for a, <laughs> run a, carry on. On, a run on sentence. Was, yeah, you know, absolutely. Good stuff in there, though. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, would, I can't think of a, a phrase or a word I would take out. It, it, it continues, as a student of history, I am disappointed to hear Fayette County's compliance with the state law requiring the display of our national motto described as a loophole. Our actions are not part of a political game, as Representative Reed suggests. We have taken our lead from the members of the 84th United States Congress who passed a joint resolution on July 11, 1955, determining that the most appropriate and enduring place of the national motto was on all U.S. currency and coins. How can that display used daily in commerce be acceptable and ours be considered unfortunate and silly? Oh, there's something written in, in uh, invisible text at the end. Yeah. Burn! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Drop mic, exit yeah. stage left. You know, what he didn't put, and I, you know, we don't have the whole statement, is what do they love more than money? What a great example of capitalism in public schools. Absolutely. We're going to put money in a framed place of honor yeah. in every school because this truly is your God. <laughs> it's funny, though, because you walk into the school and you see that dollar bill hanging there, and it's like you, you're walking into like a mom-and-pop sandwich shop. Or a and bar. that was like their first sale. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So golf clap to the Fayette County public school system in Lexington, Kentucky, and a roaring round of applause to the Kentucky State Chapter of American Atheists for all of their work. Yeah, we yeah. should follow up on that to find out how many... How uh, many posters they posters actually do. they got out there. How, how many schools reach out to them and how yeah. many posters they end up giving away. Did you bring so. another beer? I did bring another beer. Okay, because you might want to open it because we're going we're gonna to take a turn to the uh, yeah. Uh, It's all, all downhill from here. Downhill from here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, one thing I wanted to add in there, though, is is my understanding, and you watched all the, um, we're going to talk about this later. Yeah. The, uh, I think we're Jeff talking Charlotte. about it now. Oh, okay. The um, family. The family. family, yeah, because I think there was a tie-in to getting that on the um, our motto from Doug Coe or somebody I wouldn't doubt in I, I, connection yeah, there. I absolutely yeah. wouldn't doubt that they that the family was somehow behind. Yeah, because it was Eisenhower, and that was what they were involved with Eisenhower. He was the first yeah. one that did the prayer breakfast. Yeah. Uh, so. 
Real quick, before we get into the family, though, in South Carolina, what what they're doing in South Carolina is you talk about loopholes. You know, you want to talk, you want to talk about exploiting loopholes. What they're what they're doing in South Carolina is Christian activists or a particular Christian activist group is going around and erecting signs that look <laughs> like that <Is> erecting. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> But they're. Uh, I'm I'm nine. <laughs> trying to think how to reword this. They're, I, I really they're, did. They're putting up really signs. They're putting, they're putting up signs. Where what basically what they're doing is is they're putting up signs that's right before you get to a school that look like official state traffic signs. They do. Yeah, they're on the road. They're it. on yeah. the side of the road. They're about as far off the road as, as, a, as a standard uh, road sign would be, uh, whether it be a speed sign or a stop sign or yield sign or, you know, whatever, railroad crossing. But these signs say basically school prayer zone ahead. So you're supposed to slow down or... I think you're supposed to, to pray. Get out of the car. No, I think you're literally supposed to pray is, okay. is what they want. In your okay. car. I don't, think, I don't think what they're saying is... There are children praying ahead, but it's pray for our children. Prayer circle ahead. So we just spent five or ten minutes gloating Mm -hmm. about how our side circumvented the spirit of a law. Yeah. A bad law. Yeah. But circumvented it and kind of dunked on them. Not kind of. Dunked on them. LeBron James dunked on them. (laughs) And, And now, not very long after... We are pissing and moaning about the other side basically playing a similar game, and we're all happy off about it. Now, again, I think I've said this. I, th- I think I've actually said these words on this there podcast before. There is nothing we have not no. said on this but podcast before. I'm not a lawyer. <laughs> we can make it up. <laughs> but. So, so don't take anything that I say as, as legal advice. But I would think that there would be some sort of law against... I'm going to say it, erecting signs that appear to be official state Department of Transportation signs. I would bet. Oh, official transport. Okay. So so you're saying that their circumvention mm-hmm. is against the law because it violates transportation ordinances. Hey, they got Al Capone on tax evasion, so yeah, whatever and whatever <laughs> right. means necessary. I'm not, I'm not but, saying. I'm, you know, I'm not saying <laughs> what they're doing is a reach. Yeah, our defense would be a reach. Well, what, by the letter of the law, though, we would. It sounds like we would be on the, be on the right. Yeah, but all they're doing. And how many times have we done this? Mm. That's the fight they'll have. Well, I have, to, I have to give a little bit of a background because what what they're doing is they're erecting these signs on private property. Mm-hmm. They're not putting it on the school grounds right. themselves. So it's not but government. But it's adjacent it's to It's adjacent school. to so they're basically a lot smarter about yeah, this what they're doing is they're, than they were in Kentucky. And I haven't read this anywhere. I haven't seen it. But I'm assuming what they're doing is they're contacting Joe Blow, who, who owns a house, mm-hmm. who, whose property sits adjacent to a school. He goes to our church. And he goes, hey, hey, Joe, we'd like to put a sign up on your property, as being that it's private property, declares that there is a school prayer zone ahead. And Joe, being a a good Christian and all, Joe's all for it. So he said, yeah, all you're going to do is dig a little post hole on my, I'll do it for you. Hell yeah. Just send me the sign. They're metal signs. They're shaped like official road signs. Well, they are metal and everything. Yeah, they look like an official state. So... If they, if they did this in any other way, you wouldn't have real standing with the law. My, my question is, if, let's say, we found some friends of the pod who happened to live adjacent to a church in South Carolina, and we started putting up signs on their private property that said... Fables ahead. Yeah, fa- uh, <laughs> blood magic cult, you know, entering blood magic cult area, you it know, or something be, along that be, area. It would you know? be okay... As long as it didn't, it didn't look like an exit sign that said "Exit 69, yeah. Blood Magic Cult Road." But I, I, I guarantee you that there would be some law that says you can't put a sign up that mimics a official road sure. sign, and you have to take that down. Right. Which I'd be willing to, a, I'd be willing public, to buy that sign and put that sign up if it means that all their signs have to come down as well too. Just like we've talked about the the prayers before the city council meetings. As soon as the Satanists show up, there's no more prayers. Same thing. As soon as the Satanists start putting up signs in front of churches, then there's no more signs in front of schools. That may be 
but they this they may do, be a job for the satanic temple. They they yeah. do want the fight. Yeah, we'll happily go to court. Well, there's man's law and there's there's God's, God's law, law kind of you know, attitude law, right. that they have. I you know if I have to break a couple of man's laws in order to abide by God's laws, well then that's just something I'm going to have to deal with. So know? that is the great segue for the Kentucky story and this story and kind of what we face not only as lefties, progressives, but atheists. We used to win most of those battles in the courts. Yeah, the courts and, are changing And they now. have been packed with enemies to the cause. It hurts to say, but the one competent fucking thing that Dotar did was stack the he courts didn't even do it. for years he, to come. He, he didn't even do it. He just let somebody else right. do it. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he just no let somebody idea. else right. do it. Who, the, who was it? Was it McConnell? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Well, and then what's, what's the organization, the conservative organ? Federalist think Society. Tank. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Think tank, a little, well, a little, yeah, ex- yeah. little rich. Not a lot of emphasis on the think part. <laughs> <laughs> Well, they're doing uh, some thinking over there, but not, yeah, they not are. in their right minds. But yeah. they're – so the Kentucky thing is is great to hear. It's cool to listen to, but doesn't feel like it's the end of the story because now we're going to go after this guy now. This Come guy – the superintendent? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah you're going to go after him. I don't know a lot about Kentucky, but I, I would assume... No more than you probably think. I probably. Um, Mitch McConnell's from there. That's eh, probably enough eh, said there. I, He's I, actually from West Virginia. Is he? I think so. Is he a carpetbagger coming south? Yeah. <laughs> I, um, I've been to Lexington. Uh, I've been to Louisville. they got some good breweries in Lexington. Um, I, 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 I didn't doubt it. Uh, and, and what's what's the college there? Is it U- UK? UK. UK, yeah. By the way, not, but, not exactly the Lexington, the college town for UK, not exactly... It's probably the most liberal bastion yeah, that's, of Kentucky. Yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah. probably the bluest part of the state. A big, so if big time. so if any if anything this particular superintendent has a feather in his cap, it's that this is he's he's in Lexington, he's not and I don't want to name a Kentucky town as, as the opposite of Lexington, so let's just insert especially if you're going to do it in a uh, Southern, yeah. Southern accent. I'm sure there's a city equally as red as Lexington is blue in, in the state oh, of Kentucky. Oh, yeah. Sorry, yeah. he was born in Alabama. Oh. Mitch McConnell. Oh. Makes more sense now. Oh, zing. <laughs> zing. I would have figured Maryland for the you know, whole turtle tie-in. Yeah, no. that's, that's just me. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> as you were saying. Yes. Wait, what was I saying? Uh, we were talking about how uh, Lexington is a spot of blue oh, okay. in, in, yeah, a, yeah. in a sea of red. Right. But they're going to come after him. Maybe, I would hope maybe. that there's enough parents in Fayette County that have this guy's back that he doesn't – that we don't have to read his resignation letter you know, a week from now. I'm actually concerned about that. Okay. And, and not that the, – the, probably the worst part of this whole dumb era is the never apologize – Never say you're sorry. Never back down. That's the other side you're talking about. Yeah, not us. Absolutely. Yeah. The double down, triple down, never, ever relent. Mm-hmm. And because he's out on a limb now, and who's got the parents and the and it's not just the parents, but he's part of a school district, and there are elected school district commissioners. Say, the yeah, the yeah, yeah, superintendent of, of schools is an elected official. Uh, it depends. I, I don't think so. No, no, that's done by the school board. Right. The, oh, yeah. the school board right. is elected, and then the school yes. board elects the you, superintendent. Right. Usually, like we don't I know. Thought, the, yeah, we yeah. don't know the ins and yeah, outs of how Fayette County because it's here, not a state. Yeah, it's Commonwealth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Kentucky. It may right. be different. So we, they're going to double and triple and quadruple down, and that's what happens everywhere. And that's why the agita is so built up on, quote, both sides, Um, is I feel our side is tired. I'll just speak for my part of our side. Tired of backing down. Tired of trying to find consensus where there won't be any. And you you can only have consensus with somebody who wants to have a deal, and they don't want to have a deal anymore. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, because they have the courts now, the judges and all that, that are kind of going on the the right side, like the the Supreme Court. But the courts are the courts are a direct reflection of their attitude, and and that is we don't want to compromise. 
Yeah, this guy was a, a superintendent in you know Berkeley, California, or, or Portland, Oregon. Right. He or would something. be he'd, he'd be, be fine. He'd be mocked. Oh, no, yeah. he'd, be, he'd be mocked on Fox primetime. But he'd be fine in his local community. Probably. Yeah. Probably. But, but Lexington. He may or may not. They usually don't back down. And what are we going to do, the collective we, to fight it? And I think it's being played out in the Democratic primary because Biden gets anointed front runner and he's in the old school of we're going to make a deal with them. I can I can reach across the aisles Absolutely. and I can build a coalition. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I work with segregationists. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. And that mm-hmm. that's funny because that whole busing conversation, yeah. that would hit me hard because I was part of it. Oh, you were bust? I was not bust. Oh. I was going to be bust. And your mom said, fuck that, and jerked your ass out of school? Both my parents said, you are not going (laughs) to the school where they are going to bust you. Big heaping bowl of fuck. You are going to go to (laughs) a Catholic 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 private school. Yes. Yes. And I'll give you one more little wrinkle on that. Not only were they going to bust me to a hundred times tougher city middle school it was the city middle school that my mom worked at oh no absolutely so she knew uh, big time she was a secretary there and damn right she knew and not only did she know because she worked there it wasn't too far mm-hmm. from where my dad grew up oh and because this is all in a very close vicinity in west detroit okay and so I remember the furor over busing, and I remember conversations of, we are going to send the kids to St. Thomas mm. because they are not sending me yeah. to Brooks Middle School, which was... God, I was so hoping it had like a like a number and a mile in, in, in the name of the time. No, you know what? I, I don't mean, know a lot about Detroit, but I was really hoping the school road. was like, we like six-mile high school or eight-mile high school. We were, a little, like, we, were, we were not too far, but we were south <laughs> of those things. We didn't, the mile roads kicked up at five. We were... Two, three miles south of that. So maybe three mile, which didn't exist. Okay. But to hear busing relitigated in yeah. 2019 yeah. is particularly as a Democrat and progressive, liberal, whatever, is wild. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a little put off by the, you said something off color by today's standards 30 years ago, and it's time to dig it up and let's talk about it. Kind of yeah, it is. recent shit that's going it around. It is more than that. The... I mean, there the was segregationist a, part doesn't look good. The busing part doesn't look good. But what what's not said are a lot of you progressives bitching about it. Your parents were like, yeah, mm, yeah, no, right, right, no, right, right. Yeah. you know. And yeah. my my parents were that. Well, it's, I started going to like, school. It's it's the same thing. It's, you know, everybody wants a landfill, but not in their backyard. That's a good idea. We need we need to, enter, but not my children. You know, but what's interesting of, too is everybody kind of thinks that fight against segregation and all, or you know, fight for segregation continued was you, a southern. You, you thing. had it right the first time. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it went both ways. Okay, but yeah, I mean, you know, so to, to keep school segregated, we think that's a southern thing. No, it it happened everywhere. Yeah, oh, there was no more segregated place than growing up in Detroit. Yeah, well, I'm I sure. Did. Oh, yeah. big time. I mean, look, I don't know if the term. White flight was coined for Detroit. But, but it should have been? Abs- oh, that is uh, absolutely yeah. what happened. Yeah. Now, again, I have to throw myself on the sword of Detroit ignorance, but do, do y'all have like... Are you making the, fun of Detroit? No, I'm do not. Do we need no. to throw down? No, no. I'm just, <laughs> do y'all have... Atlanta doesn't have that because Atlanta is such a transient city. People came from all over, and it's just a melting pot. Ooh, not back in the history. No, though. but now. True. Yeah. Like, I lived in Baltimore for, just outside Baltimore for like two years. And they had a little Italy, and they had a Hungarian section. And they, they had ethnic sections of the city where if you wanted to go to an Italian restaurant, you went to Little Italy. You know, if you wanted to, there, there were Jewish Sorry, neighborhoods. What you had was, you had neighborhoods. Yeah, yes, exactly. You had, you had ethnic, ethnic neighborhoods, neighborhoods with authentic delis and restaurants and shops. And you don't have that in Atlanta because everybody's assimilated for the most part. So, little, you know, a little There's different no... because Atlanta, there are definitely sections of Atlanta, like Duluth. Mm-hmm. Is a lot of Koreans. Yes. Yep. And Buford Highway. Yes. Truly like, you know, Shambly a melting and, pot. and right. Dunwoody, and, uh, not Dunwoody, but Shambly, uh, 
and, and those areas. So I lived well. in a I lived in a Polish area, okay. which really I think is kind of code for like general Eastern European, mm-hmm. but po- for the most part Polish, mm-hmm. uh, white. Sorry, computer making noises. But, but that made, <laughs> um, but that made sense though. I mean, when when you had immigrants coming when when they did, mm-hmm. uh, my grandmother was one, and you moved into you spoke the old language. It made sense to you weren't going to move in if you were Polish. You weren't going to move into the to the you know Jewish neighborhood or the Italian neighborhood because the people around you didn't speak the language you spoke. You wanted to be able to get the food that you're used to you know eating. All this yeah, stuff. but you wanted you wanted to be by your people. Exactly. And, you know, I learned that, you know, here... And we in, didn't like the other people. No. And they didn't like us. <laughs> here, years ago, it seems like another lifetime ago, I used to manage apartments. If you had an, uh, um, an Indian family or a Pakistani family that moved in, they would tell their friends and it, more and more would start applying. And they would come in and say, do you have any Pakistanis that live here? Do you have any Indians that live here? I would like to live. And by law, you could not tell them. Now, you could say, you're more than welcome to drive the property. And if you see <laughs> anything that, that, you know, but you couldn't say, oh, yes, I have the Patels that live over here by in the this way, building. By the way, that's and, a good law. Yeah, it's a yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. A yeah, absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Right. But they would literally they would want same thing. If I moved, you know, if me and you both moved to whatever, Zimbabwe, we would probably find each other because we speak the same language, you know. We would want I don't know, you're know, Cajun. Yeah, that's true. I look down Those people you. are the fucking worst. <laughs> <They're> so dumb. <laughs> but it's it's just, it's just natural. You want to be around people that Talk the way you do. That eat the same things that you do. But that's the do, same. And, that's, you know, that's, that's, a, that's the same justification for for racial racial purity. Yes. So yes. that is. Oh, that's, Jeff just Jeff yeah, Jeff just furrowed his brow. It did. So. It's more. Of, it, it's more of like a like a self segregation as opposed to you're Polish. You live in this neighborhood. You're Italian. You uh-huh. live in this, this neighborhood. Uh, it was. It was, yeah. I'm Italian, I want to live in this neighborhood. I think that's an idealized way to describe it. But. Yeah, that's, I'm, well, I'm, and I was going to say, too, I'm sure. that is something from the past. I mean, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so, yeah, so I don't think you have that as much going on now. Like, no. inside Atlanta, I don't think there's that kind of vibe going on at all. They've never had that in here in Atlanta. Oh, yeah. I know yeah, of, yeah, as yeah. far as, and, and not as far as the, the, you said the you know the European yeah, yeah, yeah. cultural the cabbage members. town was was one of those kind of I don't know if it was Polish or I'm talking about the Archive Atlanta podcast yeah, yeah. you need to listen to that but I mean that's where you get into those kind of things where they did have neighborhoods kind of like that but not as distinct as like you know I've been to St Louis and so yeah they have distinct neighborhoods but again that goes back to the old history but mm-hmm. different growth trajectories for St Louis in Atlanta like St Louis Detroit. Right. The industrial, right, right, you know, right. those kind of, those kind Factory, those cities kind of grew, and, right, they kind of grew up together. And agrarian, Atlanta, right. we're examples of Atlanta, well, me and you, him. Transplant. Some dumbass native. Yeah. yeah. You know, by the way, he doesn't count anymore. Me and you own Atlanta. Like us, us Northerners came down and basically That's took right. it over. Yeah, yeah. but <laughs> and I don't, I, and I don't we're like Sherman that, that y'all, y'all come, you, y'all carpetbaggers, y'all, y'all carpet down. came down and took over my town. It's just, don't tell me how great it was where you came from. That, that's the only thing I, uh, I have a problem with is, is when people that move here, you chose to move here. And then they go, oh, well, back in Missouri, you know, we used to do it this way. Well, Delta's ready when you are, bitch. (laughs) 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 There's nothing stopping you from fucking going back. (laughs) GTFO. Exactly. That's great. Hey, that's, you know, and... and honestly, it's it's mostly it's mostly New Yorkers that, that come down and they tell you, oh, the bagels back home are so much better. It's, 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 it's the water and it's the this and it's the that's that's great. That's great. What made you leave? You know, why are you here? You know, a job. It, yeah, you know. exactly. Yeah. Be- because it's a thousand fucking dollars a month for a parking space, not for a car, but a place to park the damn thing. Give me a break. So, did not did not know. I'm gonna I'm gonna. He's looking. Yeah. that's fact. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to get uh, back that, off, that, off my... The, the thousand dollars. Oh, no, no, like, no. Easily. I'm not, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I re- it's, been, it's been at least 20 years since I've been to New York personally. And I remember seeing like $800 a month for a parking space. And I'm like, I don't pay that much for a fucking car. You know, not, more or less, what, where are you going to park it? You know, so situation. this is done. Yeah. So I, I get my hackles up when somebody 
rips on Detroit, and Don is like Gotta ripping on the on place Atlanta. that you moved to. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. like no, don't don't move here and shit on it. That, that's all. I, that's all I had. Well, to say. I mean, yeah. you know, the bagel thing. Like in Can, we came from Kansas City. They yeah. had some great bagel places there. Okay. We moved down here. Um, I'm trying to remember the name of the place off the Marietta Square that, that had these supposed bagels. The Square Bagel. The Square Bagel. They're not a bagel. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's making my point for me. <laughs> well, but but I'm saying you get over it, okay? It's like so. Okay, we're not going to eat so many so, bagels anymore. Yeah, so, okay. You know, uh, yeah. Whatever. Great. I you know I I don't get as good a quality bagel. But I get a home on an acre lot, and it's not a million and a half dollars for a, a, a three-bedroom house that I can raise my kids in. There's trade-offs. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it does actually neatly segue into what I think will be the biggest issue in 2020, and that's immigration. Because there's – I've got my ethnic race history and – Every generation that comes here and every generation after it has their how they assimilated or didn't. And that, I think, is going to be the biggest issue because for whatever reason, I'm not sure if the numbers say there are more people. We are certainly treating them differently and worse than previous waves of immigration. And that's not going to go away. And that's going to be a huge political issue. He's going to run on it. Oh, he is running on really it. Really, yeah. no matter what. Right, right, right. Well, who, who's the guy that just rewrote the uh, the Statue of Liberty <laughs> Ken poem? Cuccinelli. That basically yeah. said, we're referring to Europeans. When we say, send us your, your huddled masses and your yearning for freedom, we're yeah. not talking about brown people. Come on, get right. serious. But yeah. now we're putting on requirements. Yeah, if there's a chance that you might be in need of some sort of public assistance in the next five years... GTFO. Right. But look, we all know it's not really about public assistance. No. It's who's asking for it. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, right. It's, yeah. it's, it's, right. Who, it's, it's the color of the skin is, that's asking it's for it. It's who right. is at and where they're coming from mm-hmm. and who they're going to vote for and who they're not going to vote for. Yeah. And they know as, as more Hispanics come in, that's more Democratic voters. Not necessarily. For the yeah. most part. I don't think it's just about that. No, no, no. I don't either. Yeah, I think it's about... You're taking away the white majority. You'll have to Google and, and see if this is correct. But I think I saw that Texas is now the first state that is not white, white majority. majority right? that, the whites are the minority. I think I read officially that. Officially, whites are minority in the state of Texas as right, of now. Right, but that's cumulative mm-hmm. for all of the minorities. It's not right, that right, Hispanics right. No, yes. are majority. Right. It's just no, no, no. So whites versus yeah. non-whites. Hispanics right. are 51 or more. Group. They're the number one group, right. but the whites. whites. But the collection of everybody who's not white so, yeah, is okay. bigger than white. Take all non-whites yes. and group them together, and there's more than, than I whites. I believe that to be the case. I would think that would be the case in more than just the state of Texas. The way, and, and maybe I misread it, but the way I understood it was, well, I put it this right. way: if Hispanics are not the majority in Texas yet. It's just a matter of time. Cage dog or fight or flight, that's what it's going to be about. But that fight is going to be in the political arena. Oh, it is now. Yeah. No, it's happening now. It's happening in 2020. And believe this to my bottom of my core soul. Everybody. Religious term. Soul. Dang. Oh, Yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) that, That actually would be a question. Do you have a soul? Can you have a soul and not be religious? I would say yes. They do not own the term soul. Thank you. They do not own yeah. my soul. Right. Depends on if you play in a jazz band or not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think democracy at this next series of elections has to be a participatory sport for everybody who can. Yeah. Can't let other people lead the way. Everybody has to do something at some level however small, whether it's money or time, and not just post on Twitter, me, not just post on Facebook, probably you guys. Us. Everybody has to do something to say on, I don't know what day the election is, to avoid a a repeat of the worst day Mm -hmm. in our lives. Well, (laughs) you know. It's it's not just a repeat either. It's like that's where the country is going to be headed nonstop. You know, you know what I'm saying? It's like if he gets reelected, he'll take it as a vote of confidence. Well, he will if they lose. 
Yeah. You just say it's, you well, just say it's fixed. It's, it's rigged. rigged. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You'll just yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I don't, delegitimize I don't, yeah. the, the election somehow. Uh, yeah, I don't see it being a swift change back to how things were. No, it, it's... The, but they, it's but, but he, has to, he has to lose, and everybody that's on the bubble, the enemy, so to speak, has to lose. Because I would feel super guilty if the losses are there and I didn't do anything about it. And well, absolutely. I think everybody who can should in any way, shape, or form, because otherwise you, you kind of forfeit your right to bitch. Well, well and, and I was listening to uh, the Pod Save America podcast, the latest one that dropped on the way up here. And uh, they were talking about Wisconsin, and that's kind of like one of those. The numbers were not good. Crucial no, numbers were right, not good. Right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's touch and go there at this point. Even though polls suck, but this was a different kind of poll. Yeah, right, right. But the point they were making, or at least the way I I took it, is you know we don't live there, so we can't do the door knocking kind of stuff, but we can support financially the people that have the boots on the ground there. Which we never really thought about doing before in past elections. Yeah. You know, we were always just kind of focused on, on local stuff. But now this is a, a national battle plan. And so if some, some of these states, you know, go back in Trump's camp, we're fucked. So, you know. It's, it's going to come down to the same states it did last time. It's, it's, it's Ohio, Michigan, Detroit. I mean, Pennsylvania. Detroit, Pennsylvania and, uh, and Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Those, those are the four battleground states. Actually, Why not Georgia? It can be in play. They're saying Arizona's in play, but those are a lot of kind of iffy things. Yeah, but point. you know what? That's exactly why, like, Stacey Abrams made her announcement. She's not running for office, but she is expanding the voter drive yes, nationwide. Huge. That, yeah. super smart and potentially super impactful. She could do more good from that angle than she could holding a single office. So... Now, she did open herself up to VP possibly. Well, she didn't. But she didn't. Well, she, she didn't, didn't limit know. herself. Right. Yeah. Right. There you yeah. go. Yeah. There you go. Definitely but, yeah, didn't but, limit herself. I mean, her main focus though is on you know fighting voter suppression, which, as we found out in Georgia here, was huge. You know, the gerrymandering, the closing down of voting places. Mm. Um, the guy supervising his own election? Yeah. Go and figure. The, well, mm-hmm. and the voting machines, you know, we, we still don't know if we're going to have a good machine here in Georgia. We're talking about that. So, I mean, it can be hacked. Which state is it that is it, I can't, I don't want to say Virginia, but that may be wrong, that is going to uh, paper ballots? A lot of states have. A lot of states have. They need to. We wanted to do that here, but no. Mm-mm. But they don't talk about, like, the whole hanging chat thing, because that was a whole... Well, that's a punch thing. That's not a... Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm not sure what, what variation of the pa- yeah, you know, paper ballot you're talking about yeah. here. Holy, it's not true. the Chad thing, though. Yeah, yeah we learned but a you just But you're also just realizing what you've been fighting against or what's been moving the needle without you knowing it, like family. Yeah, yeah. which has always been about church and state together. Not, not separation, not separate, but welding but, the two of them together permanently. And, you know, we've seen that. And this, this will act as our sole recommendation from the three No, the of two us. recommendations. Two recommendations? Yeah. And Ryan's pod. Yes, absolutely. Ryan's yeah. pod with... Uh, yeah, Ryan Bell had uh, Jeff Charlotte, the, the author of the book, The Family. Two books, The Family, the family and, and C Street. The Family and C Street. On his latest podcast, I believe it was episode 81. I think it released the same day as it did, intentionally. The, um, the, the, the Netflix, the Netflix <laughs> series. But you've watched all of the, the Netflix I series. I streamed into, all, all five, five it's, it's five episodes. episodes. Each episode is anywhere from 40 to 50 minutes. Yep. I streamed all five episodes in about four hours. Yeah. So you were big time binging. I went Sunday, basically, I started about 11, 11.30, and I was done in time to watch the Atlanta United game at 4. So, yeah. And that was, you know, a break here. Just pause it, get up, grab something to drink. You That's know. a good day, though. Yeah, pause That's it, get up, day. watch, watch, you know, yeah. grab something to eat, you know, that kind of a thing. But it was extremely the – thing I, the thing I really liked about – just talking about the Netflix documentary is that I didn't like it at the beginning because of the docudrama kind of aspect well, of it. Well, but I understand where the they setup had, yeah, they, that they, you need. Yeah. They had actors portraying different characters and, and, and that kind of stuff. But 
But as it went on, each episode had less and less and less of that until where it got to the final episodes, there was basically none of that. It was all interviewing the actual people as opposed to yeah. watching a, a, a bunch of reenactments. But yes, I understand. You had to, in order to, to kind of set lay up, out yeah, the, yeah. the groundwork, yeah. you, you needed to have that. I, I'll put it this way. I enjoyed the documentary extremely more than I enjoyed the book. And say I wouldn't use the word enjoy because <laughs> it like mm, I was, scared me. To I, I'll fuck put it out. this way: <laughs> let's take enjoy. I was able to finish the documentary. Yeah, I was yeah. not able to finish the book. Well, what's interesting too that you know uh, the documentary includes stuff going on now. Yes, that was really nice because the, the book, book was, was written, written in twenty ten. Well. Uh, Sea Street came out in 2010, right, right, right. I think uh, the family came out in 2008. Right. He yeah. started writing it around 2000, like three or four or something. It took him a while to write that yeah. and, and actually get it out. But and not that it, the book is dated. If I mean, it's an 11 year old book. But if you read it now, oh, oh absolutely, it still, still reads encouraged. like like it's breaking news. I mean, yeah. it reads like it's it's happening in front of you. But it doesn't have the whole Trump. Right. And Pence, you know, and, and Pence, that's the thing that's that scary. The documentary does bring it full circle to the present. Well, and the other thing too is Mark Sanford. Yes, who was the uh, former governor of South Carolina that went on the uh, he went on a hiking trip down the Appalachian, the Appalachian trail. trail. I did not realize the Appalachian Trail went all the way to Brazil, Venezuela, or, yeah, yeah. Uh, Argentina. It's, well, it's that same mountain. I think it was Argentina. Is it Argentina? Yeah, it was Argentina. Yeah. That's a long fucking trail. But yeah, so he was the one that was caught, and he was part of the, the the family, the C Street organization, all that. I think that should become a synonym for cheating on your wife. I was hiking the Appalachian Trail. Tell tell us about Mark Sanford and his <laughs> never Trumper attitude. His never. Oh, well, I'm not sure about that. But what I the point I was getting to though is now is it, apparently he's going to run against Trump, or he's talking about doing that. He's contemplating running. Con- for the, for the Republican right, right. nomination. And this is a guy that is a C Street. I don't know if he still is or not because he outed him. He's the guy that outed him on live TV right. when he came out and talked about his buddies at C Street. That's one of the better parts of the documentary is and not so much him, but it's watching the reactions of the people standing <sighs> around behind him yeah. that are realizing this guy is him. saying out loud the part you're not supposed to to say out loud, and he's doing it on live TV. Yeah, and somebody needs to shut him the fuck up. And that's what I was trying to remember. Yeah. Did this happen after these books were out? I don't remember what year this was. Seems like it's not that long ago that he. I think Sanford was post post the books. The books were out, but still, it wasn't as widely known. So, so my point is, so if you understand, if you watch all these episodes, you read the books, and you find out what the C Street and the family is all about. Mm-hmm. Jesus is not a friendly guy under their theology. It's it's all about power, authoritarianism. It's a it's a fascism. Complete, yeah, it's 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 all about power. And, and the other thing too, it's, it's fascism draped in, or it's Jesus draped in fascism. I, I right. guess would be to put it. Well, and the other thing, it, it it explains to me why Pence can sit there and put up with all the shenanigans of Donald oh Trump. Oh my God! You act like Pence actually cares about what he allegedly cares about. He <laughs> does not. It's the only thing he cares about is political power. That's, that's C it. Street, the family, and he's right, part that's of it. it. Right, but right, it's right. not. It's. I thought we'd get hold through this whole episode without getting to evangelicals selling out their faith. That is his faith. Well, yeah. Oh yeah, that and that's what you find is, out. Who he is. That's what you find out about the C Street and the family. Is it's a even a different variation from evangelicalism? I'm going to say where the king, you know, like like Trump is the King David, so he can yeah. mess up all he wants. But you know, that was probably the most disturbing part about the whole series. Forget the fact that all the different, just complete despots, the the most. The horrible of the horror. I mean, literally, if Hitler was around, the, the family would have tried to work with him. Oh, absolutely, you know, yeah. The people that they did work with were as bad, if not equally as bad. The people that slaughtered, you know, just millions of people that they just chummed up to. And, it, hey, as long as you denounce Muhammad and you're willing to, you know, 
or say Tra- it. Yeah, or, or at least publicly say, friend of Jesus, then we'll sell you the, the, the missiles you're looking for. But one of the most disturbing parts about the whole five-part episode was, and they talked about this on Ryan's podcast, was when Co- Doug Coe was at the house in suburban Washington, D.C., and he was talking to Jeff Charlotte was there and along with some other guys, and he made a reference to, what if I found out that you, and this is weirdly specific, raped three 11-year-old girls? What would I think of you? Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, oh, I think you're a horrible person. I think you're, you're terrible. I think you're... No, no, no. You're here because Jesus chose you to be here. Who am I to judge? Right. They took the whole message of of the Bible, which is which we've talked about on many occasions. It's the social gospel, the help the less fortunate, the the help the homeless, to help the poor. This whole family attitude is Mm-mm. fuck the poor, fuck the homeless. Fuck every... It's all about the powerful. We need to preach to the power because they're in power because God wants them to be there. If God didn't want you to be the president of, you know, whatever, then then you wouldn't be the president of that country. Yeah, in fact, the way they put it is it's not about the sheep, it's about the wolf. Yeah, it's getting the wolf. It's not not converting the sheep. What about the poor wolf? It's It's getting the wolf and then the sheep will fall in line. If you have have the, the wolf tamed, you yeah. have the sheep. That that was the scary, the, the the most disturbing part about the whole thing was that it was they cloak it in in religion, but it has nothing to do. All right, Jerry's ready to yeah, blast off here. He's explosion in three, <laughs> two, one. Follow nine. Go. Um, the most disturbing thing isn't that to me. The most disturbing thing is that now we know the extent of it, that everyone is not doing everything they can to thwart it at the ballot box in the policy discussions. I get the bitching about it. Mm-hmm. I get it. But it ultimately comes down to a political and a policy question, and they have to be defeated in that arena and soundly, and it's not going to happen if everyone isn't doing something about well, it. Well, and it's not going to happen if everybody isn't aware of what this long-term strategy is by the family. Like I was, I was, what I was getting to with this Mark Sanford guy, he's throwing his hat in the ring. Most people don't know that background about him, that he was part of this and probably still is part of the the family. And so that's another trigger point for me is, yeah, I'm anybody but Trump. This guy is going to be smarter than Trump. This guy isn't any different because I try try to avoid the 7 o'clock hour on MSNBC, which is Chris Matthews, which is the most accurate depiction of the conventional wisdom or the old-time conventional wisdom, and it drives me insane because it's just inside-the-beltway kind of power talk. But he had Mark Sanford on, and I was watching. And Chris Matthews actually pinned him down and said, you don't get the nomination. You going to vote for him? Like a minute of backtracking and backpedaling. Big time. Yeah. Big time. And his shiny bleached teeth were coming out, and he was smiling, and it was ha, ha, ha. And Matthew said, no, are you going to vote for him? And he goes, yes, I'm a Republican, and I'm going to vote for him. Yeah. And it was like, you are him. Yeah. You are no different. just playing the game. And they have to be defeated because it's the only language and the only thing that they're going to respond to. It's the only language that they know. They have to be defeated. You want four more years of this shit? No, I want to sleep I mean, at night seriously. again. Seriously, that would be nice to you know wake up in the morning and say, "What the fuck happened overnight?" You know. I'm tired of being being ruled by tweet. I may may have to revive my Facebook page. Mm. It's still it's still because, active because I'm doing Elizabeth Warren training this mm. weekend, and they're going to talk they're about building a grassroots coalition. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I'm sure grassroots coalition will come up at least once in your uh, in your training. I'm going to avoid it yeah. if at all possible. But if they say that you got to do it in order to help us oh, win, yeah. I, I need to point out the fact that my wife is more Jerry than Jerry. She is not only <clears throat> she just yelled at me she, out there for eating some of your M and S. Obviously, good reasons. Apparently, um, 
But she has not only your your Facebook page is act. It's not active. It's deactivated. Deactivated. Yeah. Hers is deleted. Ooh. She wow. has completely Cut gotten rid of her entire Facebook existence. She had it frozen for a while. That was her baby step. She she froze it and it was it, it was inactive or whatever. I didn't yeah. Realize that that was a thing. And I then I, I don't know if that's an industry term or not, but that's what I'm going with. But yeah, it, then she about a month after that she went back and she, she said, completely I don't it. it's gone. So what yeah. she did, what it apparently she did, which is what I did with Facebook because I spend that much time on Twitter. She's on Instagram. She is an Insta. Yes, cracks the which is yes. owned by. She is all absolutely. Yeah, Facebook. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. basically the same. Right, but it's still no. It's, this isn't like Facebook. This is strictly memes. Okay, <laughs> sure. Yeah, whatever. Facebook. Yeah, anymore. exactly. Yeah. yeah, but yeah. I mean, you know, these times you have to do what you have to do. I mean, you know, we don't have any other options. Social media wise, and what's available right now, so hmm, because Facebook makes sure that you don't have it, yeah, right, because they, buy so they keep all buying the them, right? Other options and get rid of them. So, that said, you should go to our private private Facebook group and talk about the episode. Follow <laughs> me, <laughs> follow us at Twitter at God's Podcast, and don't forget YouTube. No, do, do not the, the algorithm. No, I have to, I have the man's to, not letting us make any money. I'm, I'm not trying to nail your feet to the floor or, 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 or anything. Maybe but more. You kind of shit on the weekly uh, a couple weeks ago when that was my recommendation. The the, the, the New York Times, the Daily. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They have the TV show, the Weekly. You should you you of all people, if if nobody else watches the last two episodes, you should watch the last two episodes of the Weekly. Uh, on Hulu. I realized that we discussed couch time. For, or I, I brought yeah. this up, couch time for me in this episode. Now that it's happening, I don't <laughs> like it. <laughs> so I taped the episode on YouTube. Uh, YouTube. In Brazil? Yeah. Very good episode. I, I taped Very it. Very good episode. In fact, it, it's going to record tonight. Okay. Okay. I, I recorded it Sunday night. I watched it, I, th- I think, Tuesday. So uh, that's recommendation two. Far... The, Far more succinct than recommendation one and bef- the weekly. For that on FX. Uh, the episode before that was about Facebook and scam artists on Facebook from Africa who are I forget what the term they used. New York Times reporter actually went to Nigeria and tried to meet with uh, Google boys. I think they, I forget the, the term they refer to them as, but basically guys that spend all day online trying to scam gullible Americans out of thousands of dollars by creating fake profiles of, of GIs luring bored housewives into sending them money. And Facebook allows it. I know. Facebook allows it. But, but this you know is, what? We're, I mean, these last two episodes were like seriously in your wheelhouse. I, I will, you know, I, I will, watch, I both will watch them. Yeah. And when you're not watching the weekly on FX, you should follow us on Twitter at Godless Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we're just as Facebook, exciting. The Godless Heathens Podcast discussion group. Maybe next week I'll actually be part of it. Wow. Because I'll do, wow. I'll do almost I want, anything for Elizabeth if, Warren. Look, if you do, if you do Facebook get back page. on Facebook, I expect uh, I'm back, bitches. Kind of a, <laughs> kind of a, 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 you know, announcement on on the Facebook group. You know what it's going to be? I'm back, but it ain't for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well. You can download us on iTunes, and if you do, just just give us the stars. That's all. It, you know, hey, Cinco. I can't. Cinco stars. I can't say it any, anymore. You know, it's just go to iTunes. Stop what you're doing. Pull the car over right now on the shoulder <laughs> of the road, and go to iTunes and, and give us five stars. I mean, it's it's you know. We, we it deserve helps. it. Every we little bit. It. No, we don't deserve it. No. Give it to but, us. But, anyway, yeah, we, we're still asking for it. Right. We, we absolutely don't deserve it. No. No. <laughs> uh, YouTube. <laughs> Again. Which is owned by the Googles. Yeah. Um, but and what are you going to do? I, I, I can't recommend Overcast. I don't have any, you know, any interaction with it. It's the pod podcast app for the elite. It's the, the iOS uh, only. Uh, you must have been bust as a child. Um. <laughs> Sorry, Jeff, I cut you off. Uh, okay, so we have an open invitation to Jesus, but I'm not sure which Jesus we really want to come sit down here. Mm. 
if it's the Jesus from the, I know uh, the which family, one I, want. I want the I want that Jesus because your head will explode. Yeah, I what the the family Jesus? Yeah. Oh man! Yeah. At this point, I'm willing. For, uh, Jesus is is would work for me. Yeah. Okay. You know. Well, anyway, so if you want to come sit with us and straighten us out, what you know, what the reality is. Yeah. Come social, on down. Social gospel Jesus, Republican Jesus, it, it doesn't matter. We, whoever, come on. One of you guys, come, yeah. come on down. We want to thank Freethinker. Oh, Dos Uno Cinco, <laughs> Krusty the Clown, and Mr. Black. Support Camp Quest Absolutely. and our patrons, which we are we are devising some some new patron gifts. We're, so stay yeah, tuned for that. Working on some patron swag. Yes. So it, it is overdue. So we're, it is, and they've it, been hanging in there. We, we love we, anyone that listens is hanging in. Yeah, <laughs> we do love our patrons. But all right, we'll see you in, in a couple of weeks. All right, good night. Shoot him with my gun He made me mad The devil's bad The devil is a bomb But the devil is my friend The devil is my friend Wherever I go The devil will go The devil is my friend And Godzilla is my friend Godzilla is my friend Wherever I go Godzilla go Godzilla is my friend And Shredenko was my friend And Bershnev was my friend And Androbov He just popped off Now Gorbachev is my friend And Frank Sinatra is my friend Sinatra goes, Frankie is my friend, and love and rockets are my friends, love and rockets are my friends. Was someone met at a party and the 